Good afternoon, Lafayette. It's Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPEL 232-1542 is the number, or you can use that KPEL app chat to be part of the conversation. The big conversation of the day is the national security threat that uh, Congressman Turner, the Republican chairman of the uh, Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, uh, put out today, Mike Turner, uh, he sent out this message. Uh, and it, it it's important to note, and, and I think that this is kind of getting lost in some of it. Chairman Mike Turner of this committee put this out, but put it out through the House Intelligence Committee account. So this is essentially, it, it, it's a call from him personally. But it looks as though it's from the entire committee. Today, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. That message kicked over a hornet's nest in Washington, D.C. and in the press. There's been speculation running rampant all day. From the leaks that we're now getting from Congress, it appears as though this has something to do with something the Russians launched into space. Russian space capabilities. We we know from reports that recently they did launch something into space, but we don't have much idea publicly of what it is. The latest reporting is not very clear uh, on that, although it is looking like the Russians put a nuclear weapon into space. That's what the current speculation is. Again, everything that's publicly out there is speculation. A lot of reporters are using anonymous sources, people who won't go on the record with their name, to say what this is about. I've been talking with folks in the media and folks in Washington, D.C., folks uh, who are working in Congress. There's not much information to go around. What we know is that congressional leadership will be informed tomorrow what the threat is. Uh, uh, Jake Sullivan, the the national security advisor, um, is going to be meeting with them to discuss it. He came out earlier today and said he was kind of confused by Mike Turner's uh, statement saying that he had already planned to talk with them about this. A lot of the information that kind of came out of after that was that this is a very serious thing, but it's not like an immediate thing. So we don't quite know what all it is. There's a lot, again, a lot of speculation as to what this particular issue is about. It could be one of a number of things regarding Russia. There's been some speculation kind of early on. This may concern Iran. Uh, Some some early words that came out, some early statements that came out, again, anonymous, indicated it may have something to do with who has come across the border because we know that there have been people on the terror watch list who have been caught at the border, but there's fear that 
some who are on the watch list or some Iranian agents or something like that have come across the border. They're planning something. It could be something dealing with the Chinese. We don't fully know. It could be the Russian hypersonic missile thing, but that was a story that came out like yesterday. And in fact, Putin mentioned it in his interview with Tucker Carlson. I don't, if that was the case, I don't think that Mike Turner would have been so vague about it, but the, the consensus that's come out right now on this is that Turner put a sense of urgency onto something that didn't require that sense of urgency. Yes, it's serious, but it's not an immediate threat. So it's, it's very weird what's gone on today. If this is about the Russian stuff, again, based on stories that we've seen publicly or related to stories that we've seen publicly, it seems almost irresponsible that Turner did this big public call for declassified information to go to all members of Congress. If it's something more serious than that, and I, right now I really think it does, and I'll explain why in a minute, but if it is something more serious than that, then all this speculation that's coming out of Washington, D.C., coming out of Congress, once again, stop using anonymous sources. Here's why I, th- I still think it's probably more of an immediate concern than what a lot of the speculation is right now. Mike Turner is not a guy who normally jumps to something like this. He's a fairly middle-of-the-road guy when it comes to his temperament. He is relatively hawkish on the Russia-Ukraine situation. There's a lot of folks who came out and said, oh, this is the deep state coming out with something else to try to force Republicans to send aid to Ukraine. I'm not convinced of that one right now, but... Mike Turner, Mike Turner certainly doesn't seem like that kind of guy. He doesn't jump into the superpartisan. And there's another thing on this. Intelligence committees in Washington, D.C., 99% of the time aren't extremely partisan. There are partisan actors. I mean, it is made up of Democrats and Republicans. There are partisan actors, but when it comes to the Intelligence Committee in the House and the Senate, you rarely find people who are using that particular committee to be hyper-partisan. The most notable exception would be Adam Schiff and Devin Nunes, the Democrat and the Republican on either side of the, of the Trump spying issue in the early part of Trump's turn. Then Devin Nunes left Congress, Adam Schiff took over, and Adam Schiff was highly, highly partisan in that. But again, this seems kind of out of character for Mike Turner, which is the thing that's kind of bugged me about it all day. So again, if you haven't followed the news today, you might not have heard it. The House Select uh, Committee on Intelligence put out this statement calling on the president and the president's administration to declassify this potential national security intelligence for all members of Congress. One of the members of the Biden administration, Jake Sullivan, had already scheduled a private closed-door meeting with uh, the congressional leaders uh, in the House and the Senate to give them a rundown of this, to let them know what's going on. The general consensus in the media and what's coming out of Washington, D.C. right now is that it's not a super immediate threat, but it is one that we need to be concerned with. 
And the not super immediate thing is what has a lot of people scratching their heads. If it's not super immediate, why did you call for the immediate declassification of this? All that sort of thing. So we're not really all that sure, which is why it's an awkward story to bring up because there's really no facts on it other than what's been reported as speculation and from anonymous sources in Washington, D.C. The fact of the matter is we really just don't know. I imagine that by later this evening we will have a much clearer picture and by tomorrow we'll have a very clear picture because people in Congress can't keep their mouths shut. It's worth noting that for a good long while, uh, the staffers who have national security clearance working for certain Congress critters, they were not leaking at all. And my suspicion is that the leaks have come from people who are adjacent to those staffers with clearance but don't necessarily have that clearance or have heard something from their boss. But we don't know the full picture right now. Right now, the common belief is that it has to do with Russia. It has to do with what they sent to space here recently and how it could have an impact on national security, although we don't know if that impact is at home or abroad. Let's take this break. When we come back, we've got a lot more to talk about. Lots of news today. I'll get to the Blue Cross Blue Shield stuff as well, plus your thoughts, your calls, 232-1542, your comments on the KPL app chat. We'll take this break. Be back in a moment. Oh, almost forgot. We do have our Pest of the Day coming up as well. And your Pest of the Day today is going to be our dear, dear friend, the transracial Rachel Dolezal, because now Rachel Dolezal, who now goes by uh, Ketchy Diallo, she was a teacher at the Catalina Foothills School District in Tucson, Arizona. She's been fired from that job. Remember, she is a white woman who pretended to be black got herself a lot of fame and notoriety over it, uh, kind of fell off the radar, has changed her name to a traditional African name. Uh, she resigned as the head of an NAACP chapter in 2015 as misrep- after misrepresenting herself as black. She became a school teacher, but she's been fired from that job because she has an OnlyFans account. So it's not so much that Rachel Dolezal is, has an OnlyFans account that makes her the pest today. It's just the fact that we have to deal with the drama that is Rachel Dolezal even more than we did, dang, nine years ago when this first when her name first became public. I don't, but we're tired of dealing with her. Tired of dealing with her attention, uh, her attention-seeking ways, and that, and those ways are what makes her your pest of the day. Brought to you by J and J Exterminating, Louisiana's largest independently owned pest control company. Find them online at jjext.com. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL 232-1542 is the number, or use that KPEL app chat. Send your message in that way. Let us know what you think about the news of the day, about the topics of the day here on the Joe Cunningham Show. By the way, it is your 5 o'clock news cruise, brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette, or... Check them out online at servicegm.com. The reason you should check them out online is that you get to see all that new and used inventory that's right there on the lot before you head over there so you can get an idea of what it is you're actually looking for. And you go in there informed and and, and ready to uh, 
ready to make it a, a very important life decision and what your next vehicle is going to be. But if you're not looking for a vehicle, that's not all that service does. They have parts and service department, body shop and collision center, fine line custom auto. They've got the wash, literally any of your automotive needs. They can help you with right there at Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer for nine years in a row. Service Chevrolet here in Lafayette. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet. You'll be glad you did. Their family has been helping your family for the last 50 years, and they want to help you today. Check them out, servicegm.com, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette. Billy on the app points out, it's funny how the threat came right came out right after a report about the Democrats having something to do uh with more of the illegal stuff against Trump and uh, Russia, Ukraine, that sort of thing. So there's multiple reports that are coming out now uh, about Trump and Russia and Ukraine and all that. We're, we're talking once again about the, uh, the aid to Ukraine, not just the current aid, but the stuff that led to the impeachment of Donald Trump the first time. Uh, There's been some talk about that recently. There's also this story, and this was posted over on uh, journalist Mike Schellenberger's uh, Substack. Uh, It's called public.substack.com. It's a paid-for post. You've got to pay to read the full thing, but here's the gist of it. Remember when John Durham, the special prosecutor for the Department of Justice, concluded that the FBI should never have opened its investigation into collusion between Donald Trump and Russia. According to Schellenberger, multiple credible sources tell him that the United States intelligence community, including the CIA, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before the summer of 2016. The U.S. intelligence community asked the Five Eyes intelligence agencies, that would be uh, the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, to surveil Trump's associates and share intelligence they acquired with U.S. agencies. This comes from sources close to a House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Investigation. And one thing that that Billy is right about, and maybe we'll get to this more in a little while, um, the timing on today's Intelligence Committee news, it's obviously led a lot of people to be suspect. We've got this aid package that the the Senate and the White House desperately want passed. And the House doesn't seem to be wanting to budge on right now. And now you've got this report of of a potential threat to national security coming out. A lot of people think the two are related. And whether they are or not, I can't blame anybody for feeling that way because the Democrats and the media and even the Republicans have given us no reason to not believe that there's some sort of conspiracy going on. That lack of trust is entirely on them. All right, let's take a break. We'll get to our commodities report, another commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk about the Blue Cross Blue Shield stuff. Why did they withdraw? What comes next? We'll have that and more here on the Joe Cunningham Show News Talk 96.5 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use that KPL app chat. 
Let your voice be heard. Love to talk to y'all both on and off the air, just like Billy in Church Point, uh, who uh, shared his thoughts earlier in the show. Uh, if you want to call in, or if you want to send a message to talk about the intelligence report thing, we can do that. Uh, you can you can absolutely do that. I'll get to those in a little bit too. But the Blue Cross Blue Shield thing, I haven't said much about it uh, for a couple different reasons. First of all, I'm I'm truthfully truthfully I, I'm I was on the fence about it. Um, I know Moon came out very hard against it. And I understand the people that came out very hard against it. And there were a lot of red flags, which I was on the fence but leaning against because there were a lot of red flags. However, I don't think that Louisiana Blue Cross and Blue Shield is really going to be able to function properly for too much longer anyway. A sale is coming whether we want it or not. My thing, my issue is that it seemed very rushed. And I don't like it. And that's always that's that's the biggest red flag that comes up on an issue like this, when the government is trying to do something in a really big rush that, that causes the hair on your back, on the back of your neck, or it should cause the hair on your, the back of your neck to stand up and you should start to get worried. Two million Louisiana residents are covered in some way by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Louisiana. I am one of them. I am one of the, the policy. I'm one of the stakeholders. Okay, we have uh, state insurance through my wife. She is a teacher. Uh, we've had that since we both started working down here, and that was the best insurance we could get at the time. And it, it's not always the best, but it's one of the better uh, one of the better uh, insurance plans out there available to us right now. And of course, I was concerned about it being bought up by somebody else, and rates immediately changing, plans immediately changing having a big impact on our coverage, co-pays, deductibles, whatever, what's it going to cause us to do? And, and frankly, call, I mean, we just started a new year, just started a new year. Would we be getting hit with uh, new fees, new costs mid-year? Would we be waiting until the beginning of 2025? What could change between now and then? There were too many unknowns. And yes, there were going to be hearings today and they got canceled because Blue Cross Blue Shield pulled out of the deal. Elevance Health is still saying they are interested in doing it. But this is one of those occasions where, God help me for saying it, a lot of our state politicians were right. They were, they were doing the right thing. They were standing against this. They were, they were fighting the good fight here. I know it's shocked some of them they were getting praised by Moon. A lot of them need to jot that down in their diary and say, you know, February 14th, 2024, Moon Griffon praised me. That's something that the uh, that the folks in Baton Rouge are not going to get much of. There's There was too many questions and too many red flags. And I don't like big deals like this, but I it's there's a there's a bigger problem in Louisiana. And that is, of course, the insurance problem in Louisiana. There is a health insurance problem. There's a homeowner's insurance problem. There's an automotive insurance problem. 
in the state of Louisiana. Our insurance overall is a problem. And it's, it's a very tight rope to walk if you're a conservative. As a conservative, you don't want the government to regulate private business, which is what the vast majority of these insurance companies are. They're private businesses. We have this idea in our heads that we don't want the government to put restrictions on businesses. At the same time, the government has to balance, and we as small government conservatives have to understand that there is a balance between the free market and a market that is working against the consumer. And markets that work against the consumer, either through monopoly or whatever, those are markets that are inherently bad for us and that at times, yeah, we, we do need government regulation on. It's, it's never an all-or-nothing thing. There does have to be something there because at the end of the day, we have people that need insurance coverage. We have people that need to be protected. We have people that need to be taken care of. And no, that last bit isn't a, uh, it's not some, we need, you know, entitlements or something like that. It's not a rah-rah entitlements thing. It's just the fact of the matter. Like we, we need to make sure that the American people and that the people of this state in particular are protected. So sometimes the government does have to step in. We've known, we've known far longer than, than anybody really wants to admit that there was going to be a homeowner's insurance problem in Louisiana. I knew that moving down here 13 years ago, 12 years ago. 12 years ago, I knew that because we were looking to possibly buy a house down here. And there were a couple of places in Lafayette. There were a couple of mobile homes that were available. They they had space. They, they were what we needed. We looked at it. It was within our price range as, two, as, as a, a young married couple with one kid not too far out of college. And I, I, we were told point blank, look, you can do that, but we're uh, insurance companies are not going to cover a mobile home in South Louisiana, especially if you get below I-10. Hurricane season is just going to destroy that house. No insurance company is going to cover that. And this wasn't just some random bit of advice. This, I'm telling you, I got this advice as somebody whose family runs an independent insurance agency. I got that heads up quick. We rented an apartment. We have since bought a house in Karen Crow. But... We, we couldn't, you know, we weren't going to risk that because of the insurance. Auto insurance is much the same. We have to shop around a good bit. And thankfully, again, through the family business, we're able to get a pretty good deal on auto insurance. But not everybody in Louisiana has that opportunity. So people have to shop around constantly to find a company that will even cover them in Louisiana. Because we have a hyper litigious atmosphere when it comes to automobiles. We are hyper litigious when it comes to wrecks. We are hyper litigious just in general. And the trial lawyers take advantage of it. And companies would rather settle and just shell out the money and then they your coverage gets screwed over. And the companies, because they're shelling out so much money, they raise rates to cover it. 
Health insurance is not great in the state of Louisiana. We really don't take care of ourselves very well because we love food and we love partying and we really don't do well beyond that. And we, you know, also live in a swamp. You know, the mosquito problems, everything. like There's all sorts of sicknesses and things like that that are constantly getting us all the time. Lots of reasons for health insurance to be higher than normal in this part of the state in particular, but across the state of Louisiana. Our insurance rates in almost every category are through the roof. And to have Louisiana Blue Cross Blue Shield potentially be sold to another health company and have that impact negatively our insurance rates, what we're having to pay, especially right now when the economy is still uncertain, You know, inflation in January was a little bit higher than what people were expecting. Prices were a little higher than what people were expecting. It's not a safe time to do that. This sort of sale is better, you know, you're better off for this kind of sale when the economy is in a much better picture. We have all these problems that are going on, and I don't... I don't know Tim Temple. I don't know what he is, what his plans are for his office. But starting this off, seemingly supporting this deal when we're really uncertain about the impact that it could have on Louisiana residents, I think was kind of a boneheaded mistake. Hopefully he's learned from it. We're not rushing into something like this later. We need time for plans like these. We need time to look over these sorts of things. Because the, the people of Louisiana getting screwed over in a deal like this, when there's economic uncertainty, that's not going to end well for anybody involved. All right, let's take a break. We'll wrap up the show. It's the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5. KPL back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show. Here on News Talk 96.5, KPL 232-1542 is the number. We got a couple minutes left. If you want to send a message to the KPL app chat or call in, in the meantime, if you're looking for a dentist, might I recommend Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates here in Lafayette. Check them out, thelafayettedentist.com. You can go there, find all the info you need to schedule an appointment right away, whether it's a simple cleaning, whether you've got some tooth pains you need them to look at, whether you need some hardcore dental work done, cavities, fillings, crowns, whatever. They can do it. All you got to do is reach out to them. It is... Uh, it is such a stress-free environment over there, which I love. The folks at the front desk are friendly. They, they get you seated. They get you in and get you into the back very, very quickly. And uh, you're not there very long, no matter what procedure is you've got to get done. For me, uh, you know, it was going in. I, I, I went in once, and I was having these tooth pains, and, and, and there was nothing wrong. They couldn't find anything on the X-ray. Uh, there was no cracks, no nothing like that. They said, well, do you grind your teeth at night? They they looked and they saw some signs of grinding. And I said, I don't know. I've never really noticed before. So they said, well, here, you know, just try this. And it was a little mouth guard that you 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 have to get set up. And, and you wear that when you sleep at night. And what do you know? The tooth pain was gone relatively quickly because I was no longer grinding my teeth at night with that little mouth guard in. It was absolutely perfect, fit my needs. And it's just one of the many things that they have done to help me out at Dr. Daniel Deku and Associates. Check them out again. Everything they provide is right there on their website, thelafayettedentist.com. Uh, before we go, 
just the most recent update on uh, what's happening in Kansas City. So, you know, the Chiefs had their Super Bowl parade today. There was a shooting there. Uh, 22 people struck, one confirmed dead, two armed suspects in custody. Officials did say uh, at a press conference about 20 minutes ago that there were uh, 22 victims, one confirmed fatality, eight of the injuries were immediately life-threatening, seven were life-threatening, six non-serious. Of those injured, 11 were children, nine of them with gunshot wounds. They also confirmed that three people have been detained. So that is the update on what's happened in Kansas City. Stick around uh, with KPL. Our news obviously going to cover that. We'll keep you covered with all of your news here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm going to be back in 23 hours with more of your news of the day right here on the Joe Cunningham Show. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, and email Joe at redstate.com. You guys have a great day. Check out the podcast. It's going live shortly over at Substack. Look for Joe Cunningham Show at Substack.com. Or if you get podcasts through Apple, Spotify, whatever, you can definitely find it there. Be sure that if you're subscribed to them, also leave a rating and a review to help the show grow. You guys, be safe out there. Your news cruise is over. We'll be back for another one tomorrow here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.